Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Getting It Out Podcast. That was Sugar Horse from Bristol, UK. The song was called Thrash Music. It's coming off of, well, I'm not real sure what it's coming off of. I believe this may just be a single. They actually just released another single late last week. It's a cover of Tears for Fears, Head Over Heels. It's good, but not as good as the song I just played for you there. Thrash music, not quite thrash music, post something little sludge little mastodon little call it whatever you want heavy metal hard rock i don't care well, i don't care what you call it i don't think they do either it's good they're a pretty eclectic band i must say so myself their last ep the waterloo teeth uh left a lot to be uh consumed it's a lot to take in it's very different a lot of collaborations it's like 12 different bands on four different songs and uh it's cool a very cool band one to keep your eye on ear on if you haven't heard sugar horse yet uh please make them a priority so we're on episode 300 of getting it out podcast and i'm not doing a big milestone thing here but i just thought i should mention it kick somebody in a pit you know, uh, beat up a mutant or, or trade or no, what was it called? Not trade, um, betray a mutant like person. Uh, I forget what else happens in that movie. Uh, I think a woman is the boss at the end that they have to defeat on top of a pile of money or something. I, I don't really know. I don't really know what's happening in that movie. Guys were jacked though. I'll give them that De- definitely on steroids and that's fine. You can do steroids. Uh, but, uh, I should do steroids. Anyway, this episode features an interview with Gaff from Gozu. We're talking about their new album, Remedy. Drops very soon on Metal Blade Blacklight Media Records. And uh, we're going to get all into that. But first, of course, you need to listen to Hot Zone. Check it! So do I go straight into my uh, Philadelphia biased sports review of the weekend? I think I do. Yeah. Okay. So the NFL draft happened over several days. Uh, Nothing I find more boring. I don't care typically about any draft of any sport, uh, but I'm told it sounds like at least the Philadelphia Eagles did good. I thought it was intriguing that they picked up DeAndre Swift from the Lions. Of course, last year's draft day trade involved acquiring A.J. Brown. That worked out pretty well. Things just seem to have gone well for the Philadelphia Eagles in the draft. And that's uh, and that's like the consensus, which is concerning. Usually that means nothing good, but it meant something good last year and it worked. So I'm, I'm going to keep that optimism. And typically I don't know a thing about college football. I don't watch a game. I don't care about college sports. I should, I should be clear about that. Amateur hour. Nobody's good. College basketball is bad. Uh, people, it is exciting. I will give you that. It is exciting. They do care more. And they aren't good at it, at least compared to professionals. Uh, So I just want to say that. But um, speaking of basketball, second round of the playoffs started for most teams. I believe since the Warriors wrapped up that King series last night, then I think we're all on to the second round. Some intriguing matchups. Lakers, Warriors. That's that's an old guy series. I think the Warriors are going to walk out of there pretty easily with that one. Uh, I think they're going to run 
the Lakers out of the building. We'll see. I'm, I'm a big LeBron guy, though, so I don't mind if the Lakers win. I know people hate the Lakers and I'm fine with hating the Lakers, too, uh, especially if you don't live in L.A. or Los Angeles and you're a Lakers fan. We know what you are. OK, we don't need to get into it, but we know what you are. You know what you are. And uh, just know that we know. All right. Moving on. What other series is there? Denver, Phoenix. I thought Phoenix was going to walk away with this one easily because Jokic is a joke. I'm kidding. He's very good, but uh, he's my enemy. And uh, and and Jamal Murray showed up again. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen there. Maybe maybe Phoenix doesn't have the defense, although you got a max player in eight and you should be able to put up some type of resistance against Jokic. But he won't. So maybe Denver walks away with that one. I don't know. But you figured Chris Paul, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker. Who who else is on Phoenix? I don't know. Aiton. I just mentioned Akoji, Akogi, uh, Tory Craig, Landry Shamit. I don't know. I don't know Phoenix's roster off the top of my head. I think Terrence Ross is sitting on their bench. That was a that was a, what a buyout pickup, and they didn't do anything with him. Please send him over to the Sixers. We'll find a role for Terrence Ross. Anyway, that's the West. So I guess we're going to be looking at Nuggets Warriors, and then we're going to look at another Warriors win, another Warriors title, probably is what's coming eventually here. But uh, let's go over to the East. East is uh, Philadelphia, Boston. We'll get to that in a second. And Miami, New York. Miami, New York is great because whoever wins that is going to lose. So basically, it's a Philadelphia Boston series and definitely a huge advantage to Boston, despite me being a big Philadelphia fan. But I'm taking the route of optimism. I'm doing what I did with the Eagles playoffs last year, basically because of my one friend's being super negative. So this is for him. I am going overly positive now. I don't care if they don't have Embiid. They can keep up. They can keep up. Without him, they're much faster. Paul Reed will get a lot more minutes. The ball will hopefully keep moving. James Harden, of course, is stuck in the mud out apparently in Vegas over the weekend uh, because that's what you do when you have a break. You go party in Vegas. Fucking dickhead, man. When when he doesn't play good tonight, Monday night, everybody's going to be like, well, that's obviously why, man. Uh, Don't you know that you shouldn't go partying in the middle of a playoff run? And he'll be like, no, I don't know that because I've never had a successful playoff run. So I don't know what works. And we'll be like, oh, that's fair. Uh, But we'll see what eventually happens with that game one Monday evening, 830 p.m. Maybe I wish it were 730. Hopefully it is. need to get to bed. Stayed up too late last night. Don't like staying up too late. And uh, that'll be interesting. I think uh, I'm surprised to see the Knicks already lost the game at home. I thought they would win those Madison Square Garden games. Jimmy Butler has a little limp. 25 points, though. Kyle Lowry ends up being the hero of that game. Kevin Love contributing nine points, two three pointers. He was a guy I wanted the Sixers to get. I don't know how much that would have helped anything because they kind of already have him in George Yang, a little less rebounding, but, uh, you know, same, same thing. Yang's probably a better three point shooter too. uh, defensive liability. Although love can sometimes keep it together for a possession or two. And that's meaningful. He did that back in, remember that in the series, uh, Cleveland won in the championship. He, he himself guarded Steph Curry and, uh, helped them secure, the title on that one. So, you know, he's capable, but that was many years ago and who knows anyway. So I think ultimately what we're looking at is a Philadelphia championship. That's what it's all boiling down to. So we're going high optimism from here on out, Philadelphia in six against Boston and then, uh, in seven against whoever they play the probably the heat 
in the following round. I, I want to say less games, but and then they'll get to the finals. Embiid will be a corpse of himself. Harden, not quite there at all. But Maxi will have come into his own. Tobias Harris will step up for a game. We'll have a, a crazy D'Anthony Melton game where he suddenly makes layups. That guy can't make a layup on a fast break for shit. Have you ever noticed that? He gets a steal, goes down the court, misses every layup. Always does. Usually crunch time stuff, too. He's like the least clutch player offensively that that there is in the sport. He's great defensively, but offensively, the guy just can't hit a fucking layup. It's, it's, it's frustrating as hell. Same as Harden. He gets down there and he's like more worried about drawing the foul than making the bucket. Anyway, uh, so that's what's going to happen. They're going to beat the Warriors in in five they're gonna do it easily they're gonna do it easily so that's that's what's gonna happen so we don't need to cover the nba playoffs for the rest of the two months that it goes on you just got the recap here listen back later that'll be what happened hopefully we're all hoping anyway as i had mentioned and as you probably know this is episode 300 of getting it out podcast is not the 300th episode it's the episode that is called the 300th episode there's been other things that I've released. Did radio episodes for a while there. I like doing those actually. I should try doing those again. Uh, but uh, they don't play nicely with certain things. Speaking of not playing nicely with certain things, I've been fighting this audio issues here where I'm recording right now. Adobe Audition, sure microphone. I don't want to give any of them a shout out, even though I just did because they've been sucking the life out of me lately. But I had a, 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 a helper come by yesterday to help me out with some things nice to have uh, good audio people literally in the neighborhood so thank you ricky armelino for supplying me with one of your worker bees of your studio to come by and uh, give me a hand on this stuff looking good so far everything seems to be working hopefully that means no more frustration on mine because i get like obsessed with it and i can't do anything else and I got to talk about it apparently every episode to tell you what's going on with this. So now you know we're good. Don't worry about it. You know what you should worry about though? Gozu. Here's the thing. That's the band I'm talking to. I'm talking to Mark Gaffney on this episode. I call him Gaff. Don't worry. I asked him. He said it's okay. He said that's what people call him. So it's Gaff. And uh, I'm talking to Gozu about Gozu. And I told him, and I was honest, I didn't know who Gozu was uh, basically be f- shortly before we set this up. They did come across my radar with their latest singles, Tom Cruise Control and Clouds. And then I checked out everything else and I was very happy with what their uh, discography sounds like. I did recognize the name as being part of Ripple Music and Small Stone Records uh, because I'm always looking at those labels. But labels like those, Heavy heavy Psych Sounds, uh, Riding Easy. Maybe not writing easy so much anymore, but they have, they're like prolific. They're always putting out stuff and it's kind of hard to keep up. So uh, they're a band I think I skipped over in the past and now I'm not doing that anymore. I am fully engaged with what they've done, what they're doing. Their new album Remedy is great, uh, but that's an important thing that I think we should all should admit sometimes is that we don't know all the music out there and there's a lot of cool shit that's to be discovered by ourselves you don't know everything and there's a weird like thing that people don't like to admit that they don't know what something is i don't know what a lot of shit is and i try weekly every day honestly if you look at my uh, little spotify playlist things i do it's just lists and albums of bands i've never heard before and uh gozu was one of them and they're not anymore because i'm now intimately familiar with everything especially their new album remedy anyway 
Gaff and I had a conversation about the band, the record. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of sports talk. We talked long and hard about sports, just like I did right here. But I don't think I used that as part of the episode. So I'll spare you the repeat. He agrees, despite being from uh, or in New England, that uh, Sixers is going to trounce the Celtics. So I'm going to put that out there for him so he doesn't have to. And uh, we should get to it. But first, I should play you a song from Remedy. I'm going to go with the first single, Tom Cruise Control.
was familiar with Gozu, but vaguely just, I think because I've seen your name on labels like small stone and ripple, but yeah. I don't, I don't honestly know that I ever listened to anything until I started listening to the tracks on, on remedy. Gotcha. And it's, it's right up my alley. So I'm, I'm very glad I did. Right. So for me and other people like me that might not know anything about the band, can you just tell me where you guys came from? Sure. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> we've been, oh Christ, I'm dating myself right now. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so, so Doug Sherman, who's the other guitarist, he and I, um, played. So we, we, I played in like a seven piece soul band. He played it in like a six piece soul band and our bands would always play together. And we were both fans of like heavy music. So, uh, you know, one day it was just like, Hey, you know, do you want to do something? And then, uh, Barry, who was the drummer in Wargasm, uh, he was buddies of ours. And so we started doing something and then we got a bass player. And then uh, before you know it, we like wrote an album, got on Smallstone <laughs> and just started, you know, just having at it. Um, so, yeah, pretty much, you know, we all used to live right in the Boston area. Um, Doug still does. And then our drummer, Seth, lives in Boston. And then I'm outside of Boston. And then Joe, who's our bass player, he lives in Portland, Maine. But he works, you know, days in Boston. So uh, this Remedy is actually our fifth album. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, we put out two on Smallstone. Um, and then we put out an album on Ripple. And then uh, Equilibrium we put out on, you know, uh, Blacklight Metal Blade. And then Remedy will be dropping on May 19th on Blacklight Metal Blade. Yeah. And is this, is the style, the sound of Gozu that it is now, is that what it, you intended it to be from the beginning? Yeah. You know what? Um, I think with, you know, with, with each album that we've done, um, there's been a really nice progression. Uh, this, this album, I think is much heavier. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's much groovier, I think. And, uh, regarding like guitar, like this is way more of a wall of sound, I think than other albums that we've had. Um, this, yeah, th this album is, is, is kind of what I, what I've had in my head for a very long time. And, and, uh, and so, you know, it actually came out. I, I think the thing about us is that, um, we've always had, uh, you know, that we want stuff, you know, that you can move to, you know what I mean? I, I don't want to do anything where I have to do the fucking physics or, you know, do like the Pythagorean theorem and a drum beat, you know what I mean? So it's always been, uh, you know, you, you want to be able to, to move to it with, you know, a lot of people, you know, I've heard that you know, they call it like heavy soul music, you know what I mean? Uh, so, you know, it's, it's one of those things where we want it heavy, but also very melodic, you know, harmonies, things of that nature. So, um, but I think, you know, uh, our first couple albums, you know, we'd always get very much compared to like Queens of the Stone Age, uh, things like that, Soundgarden, which that doesn't really bother me. I mean, I love those bands, uh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But as, you know, as, as, as we've gone, uh, you know, to our fifth album, I, you know, I, I think it's much heavier, uh, it's much more groove laden, um, you know, kind of, uh, definitely, you know, uh, more riffs, but, but, you know, within the riff, like, I think our songwriting has, you know, has gotten better. Um, you know, this is Seth, uh, who's our new drummer. This is the first album he's been on. He's much younger and, and he really kind of reinvigorated the whole band, to be honest with you. Um, he came in, you know, 
so COVID happened, fucking nightmare. Like the, the, you know, right before COVID was our best year, like amazing European tour, amazing tours in the States, all these festivals and everything, you know, came to it. So then we, um, you know, so COVID happened and stuff and then we lost our drummer. So we had to wait, you know, and we couldn't audition anyone during COVID, especially in like, you know, in mass, everything was shut down. It was fucking insanity. And so finally, you know, when uh, we had Seth come down, literally the first like song, I was like, holy Christ, like here he is. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and I think that really kind of helped like propel, you know, the writing. Um, it was definitely, I think it's the first time that we've been able to be like, hey man, do you mind trying this? And, and the drummer would be like, yeah, sure. You know, or like, yeah. yeah, that's great. Can you do this? You know, like, yeah. So it, it, was, it was definitely when writing, uh, it was, it was much freer. And also he had like some amazing ideas too. Uh, so, you know, once, once he came in, ah, fuck literally, I don't know, maybe seven or eight months we got in the studio. Um, was that, was that because of his skill level or adaptable or just like willing to, I think, you know what? So, so Doug and I have been, have been writing songs, you know, the whole time. Right. And then COVID happened. So I literally would just go downstairs, you know, play my phone. He would do the same thing. We'd just change it, change it, change it. So when, so when it got to that, you know, we had a ton of songs. And then really we just picked, you know, the ones that we enjoyed. And uh, and so, you know, when we brought it to him, I, I think his skill level is, is pretty, you know, that that's what, I mean, he's a professional musician, you know what I mean? So he teaches, you know, he does like a ton of like GB stuff. Um, you know, weddings, all that. And so he kind of knew what we were uh, going for, you know what I mean? Um, and so literally, you know, when we had, he's like, okay. So he's like, all right, well, what if I try this? What if I try this? You know, we're like, hey, like none of us play drums. This is your thing. He just really kind of nailed it, you know what I mean? And uh, and he came up with stuff that I, you know, he, you know, the rest of us weren't even thinking. And it was just like, oh, wow. You can do that. You know, it's just like, uh, what the fuck do you just, you know what I mean? Uh, so, you know, having some 33 year old dude, you know, kind of kicked our ass. We we're like, okay, we, we should probably step up our game boys. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, it's, it's one thing to have somebody new come in and, you know, just to have a nice new fresh set of eyes, how that can help eyes. Yeah. And ears. But yeah. especially if they're fucking, if they can rip too. Yeah, that's a that's a whole different that's a that's like another level. Yeah, you know, and he's just so he's kind of like he's laid back, but you know, he this is like his thing. So you know, when he'd be like, "Hey, I thought of something," you know, he'd come in and he'd be like, "Okay, what about this?" You know, the whole tune. You're like, hey, "When did you do that?" He'd be like, "Ah, oh, last night." <laughs> so it was literally just like, "Wow!" And and you know, it's just one of those things where. uh it was just, you know, very like the four of us just uh, the thing about goes, it was like, we all have to really dig the song. You know, if we don't, cause you know, you know, I don't want to be up there playing and singing something I fucking can't stand. You know what I mean? Right, it, yeah. it, it, it's going to be phony and you know, people are like, ah, and, and if, if I don't want to do it right. Or, or if Joe or Doug or Seth, it'll be like, those guys look like they're fucking miserable up there. So yeah, you can tell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I can, I've seen bands be like, Oh my God, put that fucker out. You know, let them go lay down. So, you know, it, it was one of those things where it was just like, it kept getting better and better and better, you know? And, and when we wanted to record, we were, you know, like we all knew what we were going to do. I mean, drums were done in a day and a half. Like we started, we started guitars the second day. 
That's never fucking happy. You know what I mean? Usually it's a full three days. I mean, we all, you know, so Seth got at the studio and uh, Dean Baltalonis, who's done the past, the guy's amazing. So they got everything set up to the point we got in. Like, you guys ready? We're like, okay, it's, it's noon. It's like, I'm ready to go. We're like, what the fuck? So, yeah, so literally, mo- so, yeah, it was like one or two takes for the, you know what I mean? Almost every tune. Just like, and then we were like, hey, man, at the end of that, can you do like the circular thing? He's like, what do you mean? I'd be like, oh, he'd be like, oh, you mean like this? And the dude would just go in and try. It was so refreshing. And like, there, like I remember the three of us sitting out in the control just laughing, be like, holy, this is so refreshing. Like, what? Did he just fucking do that? Because we're like, I probably can, you know, maybe we'll, we'll see if he can. And, and he'd just be in there. And like the four of us would look, be like, that motherfucker. <laughs> so, so having, it was just, it was talk about like feathering a bed, you know what I mean? Like you had drums. And so like singing over it was great. Like playing guitar over it, playing bass, everything, because the groove was so like amazing. Yeah, it was just, yeah. I mean, you, you could totally find where the one was, you know what I mean? So it was like, ah, okay. You know what I mean? You weren't searching at all. It was like, especially, you know, doing vocals and stuff. It it, it just flowed really nicely over what he had laid down. So it, I mean, everybody calls it, you know, the, the rhythm section is like the backbone of the music, but I'm, you know, I, I mean, I know that's true, but uh, yeah, when it's, when it's really there, it's, it's really there. You know? Yeah. And, and for me, like, that's always the first thing I, you know, is, is drums. Like, like if the stuff doesn't groove, I can't really listen to it. You know what I mean? Mm. I just, it, it has to have, you know, it has to like, make me feel you know a little bad yet dangerous you know what i mean so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I, I i i never considered myself anything any sort of a musician you know i sang on a couple records but the, but but that's it you know i don't i can't play any instruments whatever but live i can tell when a drummer sucks maybe not on record because you can clean that up yeah and, well, and maybe not tell, not yeah. as much as I can tell when a guitar player, I can't tell when a guitar player sucks all the time. Cause I'm usually listening right. to some fucking hardcore metal yeah. or something, you know, like who, who yeah. knows, you know, yeah, yeah. when the drummer sucks, no matter the genre, it's pretty obvious. Box. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing too. Yeah. Like live. Yeah. Like there's nothing hiding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Studio. You can do whatever. Right. Right. But yeah. Live man. Like there's been bands I thought were amazing. And I've seen them live. Be like, just this fucking, you know what I mean? Just like, ah. <laughs> Studio so, tricks. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, there's all that now, you know what I mean? But yeah, so it just was, yeah, it, it was a really, really, um, probably the easiest album we've ever recorded. I mean, it's the fastest one we've ever recorded. Yeah. <laughs> it, it looks right. like it's been the longest time between records, though, too, yeah. right? Totally, yep, yeah. Because of COVID and then not having a drummer. Then it, Yeah, it was... It was crazy. I mean, I was, you know, we were all going pretty stir crazy for a while. I mean, everything was like shut down for, I don't know, almost three years, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then, well, then sat, we were, I sat right here for two of them. And then, right, <laughs> yeah. 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 Same here. Like it's just, yeah. and then, and then we were supposed to go in earlier and, and record and then Dean got COVID. So, you know, I mean, then, then you got to reschedule everything. It's a fire. That's in, so that was like a, you know, that was more months. So, you know, when we got in there, we're like, okay, boys, like, Let's get in. Let's fucking do it. You know what I mean? I, you don't want like two weeks like, oh, so-and-so got attacked by piranha. You know what I mean? Just like, <laughs> yeah. here we go. Like, so yeah, it, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was one of those things where, you know, 
you hope that something can can you know go nice and smooth, and then you hope that that you know when you listen back, you're like, I'm. it was one of those things where, you know, once once we got into do drums, it was just kind of like, ah, oh, this is gonna be fucking great. Like, yeah, you know, talk about starting off with such a you know a positive vibe. Everything just went like I, I think it's the best guitar Doug has played. I, I think Joe is bass playing. Um, I, I think like regarding like guitar wise, you know. Uh, I really you know, like what I did and then vocally, you know what I mean? Um, you know, I'm hoping people dig it. You know, I'm pretty critical of, of what I do, you know, vocally and stuff. But, uh, but you know, I tried a lot, of, you know, a lot of different stuff and especially with harmonies and background vocals. But, I, you know, I think we really wanted to kind of bring some more kind of, you know, when, when we were thinking about doing the album and such, when I, you know, I would talk with Dean, you know, he's like, let's get some like, you know, some, like some heavy Motown, like background, you know what I mean? Like some Sly and the Family Stone shit and, you know, let's do some layering. So, you know, once, once everything was kind of laid down, doing that was because, because, you know, all the parts were proper. It was really, really easy kind of hearing, you know, in my head, like, oh, wow, the drum's going like that, then I can do this. Or, you know, Doug's doing the Sly on guitar. Then, you know, Joe is, so in that aspect, it was fun. Like I actually, you know, I mean, I did all, I did three days, all the songs, you know what I mean? It was just, usually I would do two a day, but this was just like, Hey, everything was flowing. I was like, let's yeah. get it done. You know what I mean? So, and I, yeah, I did guitars in a day. Uh, you know, it, it was, uh, you know, I, I think, I think there's like 16 guitar tracks. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, yeah, I have to do like one or two and then Doug is the, you know, just a wall of sound, you know, and that's what we really wanted. Um, you know, it to be heavy, but also to, to have kind of a live feel to it, you know, so, it, mm. and, uh, you know, so yeah, it was just like, oh, try this, you know what I mean? Oh, try that pedal, you know what I mean? Try this, try this, try this. So, you know, the little just fucking stacks of, you know, shit for us to use. And, uh, well, I know the, uh, I know it's like, the, you, you have to say it, but is this the best album you've done so far? I think so. Yeah. 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 And if not, I would, I'd be, I'd be like, yeah, no, it's not. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> I think, I think just, um, I think just because of, of just the whole vibe that, that it had. Um, mm -hmm. and I, I think, you know, it was almost like a fresh start for us, you know what I mean? Cause it was so long, um, you know, then, then, you know, bringing him in and it just, you know, not being able to play for so long that it was, I mean, that's a, since I was 18, you know I mean? I was like, I've never ever gone that long without doing shows or, you know, making an album. Right. So, you know, I, I think we were like, okay, we waited this long, let's crush it. You know what I mean? Let's not just yeah. go and fucking put something forth to do. You know what I mean? So we really wanted to, to like crush. Uh, well, I've been through all of your albums recently and right. I, and I agree that this is, the, this is the best one too. And like you said, it's a, it shows that, that evolution of the band and it's subtle, but it's good. You, you know, it's, it's when you listen to, to this one and you listen to the first one, you know, if you back, put them beside each yeah. other, you can hear a, a, a vast difference. And, but like in a way that makes sense, like not a, yeah, yeah. Not, not a leap. Um, but it's very cool. I, I wanted to talk to you about working with Dean because I see that you work with him for this is, I think, your third record yeah. in a row. Yep. And as somebody who loves hardcore, he's produced like, yeah. loads of my favorite hardcore records. Like today, I was just like, I was like, well, I know, I know he, I know, I know 
I knew I, how am I saying this? I know that he does this, right? I knew that yeah. he's been on all these records, but when I look at the yeah. list of all the <laughs> hardcore records, this, and this is what I'm getting to is like predominantly in my mind, this is a guy who did hardcore records. Oh yeah. He's so never how, done super cars. Yeah. Yeah. How does, how does this, how do you guys get with him? How does this so, end up? There, uh, a guy named Bice was like, Hey man, you guys need to, to, to work, you know, with my buddy Dean. And the other guys are are hard. They love fucking hardcore. And so, you know, I was like, okay. And then those guys were like, dude, he did this album, this album, this album. And and we were just like, what do you think he'll want to fucking work? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, we're nothing like, you know what I mean? But, uh, you know, we sent him some stuff. He's like, I fucking dig this, man. You know, he he wanted to work with with kind of more like, you know, some vocals and things like that and and something a little bit more groove oriented. so yeah, it uh, you know because he's a huge fan of like soul music and things like that. So for him, he's like, yeah, let's do this. You know what I mean? And so yeah, it's just uh, it's it's one of those things where you know I was like, I don't know if he's gonna do it, and, and you know what I mean. And and then you know when you meet him, it's just it was literally like it was like a perfect match. You know what I mean? It'd be great too because we'd be recording them. You tell us, you know, the shit, you know, about these hardcore bands. <laughs> it would be amazing. You know what I mean? He'd be like, I was at a fucking dumpster. And so it's, you know what I mean? It's, uh, so, you know, so yeah, he, yeah, he wanted, you know, some stuff that, that was heavy, but, 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 you know, more kind of, uh, you know, melodic and things like that. But yeah, I, we're the only kind of, you know, we're the only band like that, you know, and that's, you know, that does what, that he's recorded. Everything else is, yeah fucking hardcore to the, you know, and then he played in hardcore bands and stuff. And have, have you ever met Dean or? No, 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 no. Big boy. Yeah. He's a big, yeah. He's like six, five, like probably two. Well, he was in, he was a uh, 454 big block, I think. Yeah. 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 I love that band. Maybe yeah. wrecking crew too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So he's buddies with all those guys. Yeah. All the, yeah. Cause he had a studio in New York city for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, the, and then the reason he went to Portsmouth, New Hampshire, was that his wife, um, you know, uh, there was a house that, that uh, they had. So, so, you know, he was able to put his studio, you know, right, right on, on the, on the main floor. And it, it was great. You know, it was just go in he has a drum room. And then, you know, if you had to spend the night, he had like a little thing downstairs you could go to. So, you know, but yeah, I think, you know, what, what originally attracted was because he did all those like hardcore albums, you know, and, and you know, we knew it was like, so, I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
be fucking you know heavy like let's, <laughs> but you know what i mean but but yeah it just was yeah working with him he's he's like the fifth member the guy is he's one of those dudes and so it was just i was t- you know had this discussion he hears shit i don't know how you know what i mean mm-hmm. he'll be like okay on the you know three minute 52 second i i'm i mean like what the fuck and, and he'll be like yeah you know i think we're gonna punch it in and i'm like dude i can't hear it and he play it back and he would isolate it i'd be like how the fuck did this guy his ears are insane that like so so the jump from like me to you would probably be insane right because i don't hear any i don't hear shit and then i'm sure the jump from you to him is insane and i've only experienced this once when i was in the studio with with my old hardcore band in baltimore and we had a producer who's Pretty well known now at this point too. And uh there was one part in a song where he kept saying there's I forget what phrasing he was using, but he was like, There is a a bass note and a guitar note that are clashing. One note, you know. Sure. And yeah. I was sitting there, they did this for like three hours, and I'm sitting there like not hearing it every single time, like just clueless. And yeah. you know, he figured it out and apparently it got fixed, and I would never have known either way, but Brave, you know. yeah, yeah, it was just like Space bar, I'd be like, uh, did you hear that? I'm like, no, man, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't hear what. You know, and he'd be like, how the fuck did? And so, you, you know, there's such a trust with that guy. So he's one of those dudes that, you know, <clears throat> he'd be like, he, he wouldn't come out and be like, that was fucking awful. Like, what the fuck? You know, he'd be like, all right, that was okay. Let's try and do that again. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when you do it, then he'd get more excited. He'd be like, okay, let's, let's you know, let's go up. Can you do the harmony higher? All right, let's do it. I'd be like, are you okay? Do it higher. Okay, listen. And now let's do a lower register. Mm. And he'd be like, okay, now we're going to double that. Be like, you motherfucker. Okay. So, you know what I mean? And, and he would he would get you going because he'd, he'd be like, I like, you know what I mean? So he, he's one of those dudes that's like, you're, you know, you're doing well. That guy can bring you to like get so excited. So, yeah, he's just one of those guys where, he knows he knows how to like like you know to get to you know where he be and especially like we're four very very different guys mm-hmm. so he he would he, he understands like okay you know for like guitars like let's try this or like bass or so he's one of those dudes where he just he he knows how to read the room he's really good with people and he just has a way about him where you want to kill it you know what i mean uh so yeah it, it's it's interesting. You're like, I love working with that guy. I, I wouldn't work with anyone else, to be honest with you. I mean, obviously, this is the third album in a yeah. row, so you, you clearly got something going with him. You you mentioned those harmonies, the vocal uh-huh. harmonies in there, and I guess it's the I guess it's the last single. Cla- are we, are we calling that clouds? Cloud. Yeah. All right. All right. This is the, she took the bowels out. <laughs> so so that's Dean's company is what it is. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, th- I think there's a, I think, I think that's the track where there's a vocal harmony in there and, and where it's like total, like, it just totally reminds me of Alice in Chains and might, I might be the, on the wrong song, but uh, that's Tom Cruise control. Is maybe. that Tom Cruise control? Yeah. Okay. But yeah. there's, there's just a part in there that, that you don't hear people do very often. And when you hear like my brain's always going to reference Alice in Chains, but it's, it's just the way those vocals are layered over top. And I think it's so cool. And it's so unique for people to do well, you know? Yeah. When, uh, you know, I, I think this was an album where we kind of, you know, we're able to let like influences like really kind of, you know, because there's stuff that, you know, that we all listen to and, uh, you know, it's, it's great, you know, 
there's some stuff you really revere, but there's some stuff you're like, I can never fucking try that. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I just think it was like, with certain things were like, okay, you know, I, I, let's see if I could do this or this. And then, you know, when listen back, you're like, holy shit, that works. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> you don't want to step like on toes or like be, but yeah, that there's, there was certain stuff that were just like, well, fuck it, let's try it. You know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah. I wanted it to be like just huge harmonies. You know yeah. what I mean? And, uh, and, and hopefully, you know, that, that came through. Oh yeah. I, I, I'd have to say so for sure. Um, that's is as someone who's like myself, who's not as familiar with the previous material, is that, is that all new to remedy or have you been working on that through? Yeah. I mean, there's always, you know, there was always harmonies and stuff. I, I think, I think like there's more layering on this, um, you know, there, there's more, um, in certain parts, you know, where there wouldn't be it. So, you know, now, I, you know, I, I felt strong enough to like add, mm. you know, like, like, you like we've always done like oohs and ahs and things like that, but I definitely yeah. stepped outside the wheelhouse. So, so it's even more, um, you know, and it's like, sometimes it's like five vocals or something. And there's other stuff so like, they were like, Fuck it, you know, let's, let's, you know, so, so yeah, we, we definitely kind of, um, I think stepped it up, uh, you know, from what we were doing. Yeah. All the albums, you know, uh, there's always harmonies and such, but this one was, was, you know, we really strove to, to, to hit like a lot of different levels and, and, and to make it, you know, really so people could sing along or hum along to it. You know, we, we wanted like something catchy, uh, you know, a, a chorus that really, once it got in your ear, you're done. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you know, you'll be singing. So I, I think, you know, we, we wanted something, that you know that that people could you know could easily kind of gravitate towards you know what i mean and not like get freaked out or something like that yeah. <laughs> well know? how have how has it gone over the first two singles that you put tom cruise control in clouds what's been the feedback been so far amazing like it's been really really good you know there are people are like oh this sounds like you know what i mean like uh, okay you know what I mean? Like, so it sounds like other shit. I don't yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, this wants to sound like, uh, okay, well, do you wear pants? Okay, well, so's the fuck guy next. So. Yeah. Are you trying to be like him? You know what I mean? You know, I, I've, I've just come to like, it doesn't matter what you do, right? Like, some people are just like looking for shit, you know, just to shit on. So I'm just like, all right, cool, man. Okay, it sounds like Sabbath. Well, it doesn't, you know, you, you know, okay. Am I supposed to, is that supposed to hurt me? <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. Like if you said it sound like fucking Debbie Gibson, that's a different thing. Right. But, right, right. You know, but Hey, but uh, yeah, it's like, Oh, this sounds like, you know, uh, early Sabbath. Okay. What the fuck? That's you know, a great, it's a, like, it's a compliment. Like, like, cool, man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, so there's stuff like that where you're like, uh, uh, yeah, that's pretty good, pal. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, you know, it, it, but yeah, it's, it's gone over way better than I thought. You know what I mean? I just assume, you know, when stuff comes out, you know, people are like, Oh, it's okay. You know, but, but this one has been like, you know, uh, people have been really, really enjoying it. So, uh, you know, obviously, you know, for what we did to, you know, it, it's great when, you know, you bust your ass on something and people, you know, are digging it. And, and it's, it, it seems like, more people from different genres and, and, and things are liking this, you know what I mean? Which I think yeah. is great. Um, so yeah, it, uh, and then the album itself will drop on the 19th. Um, and then, yeah. And then we, you know, so on the 19th, when we start our tour at St. Vitus in Brooklyn, where are you going with that tour? 
All right, so so we'll be in uh, so we'll be in Vitus on that Friday, and then we'll be at Kung Fu Necktie in Philly. Then we're going to be in Pittsburgh. Um, fuck, and then uh, I mean we we're doing shows like I think four shows in in Texas. We're doing New Orleans. We're doing Nashville, Tennessee. We'll do like Atlanta. Uh, you know, we're doing like Ohio. We're doing Chicago, um, Denver. It's a large part of it. It's like almost oh, yeah. the full U.S. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. North Carolina, the, uh, nice. all of, yeah. yeah, South Carolina, yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll, we'll do a nice jaunt. Uh, yeah, that's that's a that's a pretty significant. Yeah, story. Uh, like good timing too. Right off the right off the release, um, yeah. is what what are you most looking forward to about the release of Remedy? Um, you know, I I, I think uh, because it's been so long, <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, I think you know just really like. You know, there are some people that that really, really enjoy the band. Um, but, you know, I, I think just having them hear it, you know what I mean? Um, I'm really excited to tour on it. Uh, you know, kind of one of those things where um, it, it never fails me. Uh, you know, it'll have like, I'll be playing a show or something, and I'll look down and, and you know, there'll be like people singing along like word for word. And I'm like, fuck, I better remember the words of this shit. Right. <laughs> and so, and, and you know, people come up and be like, Hey man, I, you know, I went, I was going through like this really awful time in my life. And I know, you know, your last album, you know, stuff happened to you. And so it, it'd, be, it'd be like, you know, Hey man, your album got me through like one of the hardest times of my life. So, so that stuff, you know, for people that, you know, have come up and said that and things just the album so they can hear it, you know what I mean? Hopefully it's going to brighten their day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, so I enjoy that. Um, I, you know, I, I think that uh, I love playing live. Like for me, that's it. You know what I mean? And and I think the thing that's crazy is like people think you're like you're out messing around, right? You know, you're like, okay, I'm in a fucking van for sometimes 12 hours a day, right? You get out, you load your shit, you know what I mean? You do sound check, uh, you know, you eat something, you wait like three or four hours because you know, one of the other bands play that we get on. You know, uh, you play for like an hour, maybe more. You take a, you know, you, you do stuff after you get to bed, maybe three, four o'clock. You're up at seven, you know, and you hop in the van. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? So, so when, when you're playing, you just want to kill, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cause yeah, who want, I mean, you're in a van for 12 hours and you want to suck. <laughs> yeah. Cause all the rest of it sounds miserable. So, so, you know, uh, it's so, you know, just in, in uh, when we were in Europe, we played like four of the songs and they went over amazing. Like, you know, because we were like, fuck, we have these tunes. Like, let's, let's, you know, let's play some live, you know, let's do some live and see how it goes over. And they killed. Like, people were digging, digging. Um, so, you know, I, I'm really excited for people in the States, you know, to hear it and, and, and see what they think. And, uh, you know, and, and just hopefully, you know, you you want like you know you would love to have you know your peers and stuff listen and be like dude I'm, I'm feeling this you know what I mean right. and you know hopefully you know it, it'll lead we'd love to do some tours you know with some bigger bands you know what I mean uh, so things like that here and in Europe so so hopefully you know it, it kind of casts a wider net you know to a different audience yeah yeah no, I get that's I mean it's it's so cool to hear about like uh, ex- you experiencing your music resonate with other people and just see somebody's because i know how cool that is just just to see one person singing along yeah. you know to, to shit that you wrote like so to see it multiple times in your life and multiple people at a certain you know whatever it's just a very cool thing and i i hope that the people who 
who get to see that like on a large scale don't take that for granted because to me there's nothing there's like nothing cooler than that yeah you know what i mean and, and it's definitely one of those things where people are being like really sincere too you know mm-hmm. and, and so you know I, i've always said it doesn't matter if there's 20 people in the crowd or 2000 you got to bring it you know what i mean like because you never know who's going to be there but also you know people are buying tickets and things like that so it doesn't you know i mean you every fucking night you got to kill you know what i mean yeah and that that's one thing i can say about us is that we we never take a night off you know I mean? every night is just like let's fucking do it you know what i mean and we change you know set lists around you know what i mean like in Europe, you know, I think most shows we did encores every night. You know what I mean? Three songs, four songs. And you're like literally like stoking away. You know I mean? It's just like, we fucking know anymore. You know I mean? Oh, remember that one? Okay, do you guys know it? So it's like, like, like there's nothing better, man, when people are like, let's go. And you're like, what the fuck? Okay. And then you go, dude, can we still play? Like, okay, one more. And then we got to fucking stop. You know what I mean? So it's stuff like that where you're like, this is great. Like, oh, you know, and then, and then the hang afterwards, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, and, and that, yeah, people just, okay, you know, what's going on with this, this and this. So, you know, it, it's, it's interesting, uh, you know, because yeah, I think music's one of those things that it's just, you know, just a universal elixir. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter like where you're from or, or, you know, background, things like that. You know, if, if, if you know, there's so many things, you know, you might even speak in English, right? Like, but you know, it's funny, right? And people are singing along with the tunes and hey, how are you? And hey, and then it's just like they kind of nod and <laughs> like, oh, all right, I don't speak, you know, Dutch. I'm sorry. You know, I don't speak German. So um so it's interesting, man. You know, you know, people as as you know, each album to each album to each album, you know, crowds get bigger, you know what I mean? Uh, especially in Europe. So, you know, hopefully, you know, certain areas we, we play in the States, it's fucking packed all the time, mm-hmm. but this tour, you know, obviously, hopefully, you know, more and more people will come out and see it, which would be amazing. Yeah. No, well, um, you mentioned it comes out May 19th, yep. black light media, metal blade records. Yeah. Um, oh, I wanted to, uh, I was going to ask a label question, but I want to ask you first about the artwork because I really like the artwork and I think it's the coolest yeah. artwork that you have. Tell me about the art. Me too. So yeah. <clears throat> so this is the third album that, that Chris has done with us. So he he's out of, uh, he wasn't in Pennsylvania, but he's a Buffalo. He's from Buffalo. Um, he's amazing. So the first album he did, he did was Remedy. And I shit you not. We said, hey man, what about this? He came back three hours and fucking done. I was like, this is insane. I was like, what? You know, I, I remember asking him, I was like, dude, do you have like a camera in my house or something? He was just like, how? And then Equilibrium, <clears throat> same. And then Remedy, we, we wanted to, to, to be funkier, you know what I mean? Uh, especially in terms of colors, just, just the yeah, whole really scheme. Pops. Yeah. And what he came up with, I was, we were like, how the? F-? Dude always nails it. Like he came back to us in a day. He's like, what do you think of this? We were like, and then when you really looked at it, I was like, holy shit, this is fucking great. You know what I mean? He's the nicest guy, very unassuming. He's like, is that okay? And I'm like, what? <laughs> is that okay? He's just like, it's just, <clears throat> you know, we'd be like, hey, man, we're thinking about this. He'd listen to a couple of the tunes, you know what I mean? He'd be like, okay, I'm just going to, you know, put the songs on, you know, I'm going to put my headphones on. I'm just going to kind of let it marinate a little bit. And literally the next day he came back with this and we we're just like, holy fuck. Like, can you, you know, can you do this? He's like, oh, sure, man. And and because this is the third time, you know, we we give him, you know, kind of like, you know, 
none of us i'm not an artist right like in terms of that i can't know the fuck to do all that stuff and so we're like hey man this is you know you, you, this is your thing like kind of this is what we're thinking of you know run with it and he comes up with the stuff and you're just like and there's sometimes where you look at it and you'd be like i don't know about that and then and then you know you take like a half hour right you come back like motherfucker he was right <laughs> like that. you know what i mean and, and i'd be like hey man like this is amazing he'd be like oh is this okay you know and so you know he just did our shirt for us um you know the artwork for uh tour posters yeah it's just one of those things when uh you know we've been lucky you know to to work with the same people and 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 for you know for them to continually kill it like i from remedy to this album the artwork is is insane it, it, yeah. it's could not be you know what i mean so yeah he just he, he's one of those guys he just has like a, an amazing kind of vision um for what the band wants and, and and now you know he can throw in his you know style too and it all just worked really really well but man he has an uncanny like i've never seen a guy work that quick and when he comes back you're like oh yeah you nailed it <laughs> just like and then i remember sending it and 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 you know so metal was like the dude's already done and be like yeah he's like they were like holy shit yeah i said they're like oh okay they're like oh yeah so you know having done that it was just you know it it it, it also it takes such a stressor off us right, right. you want to be two days before so like, do you get the fucking artwork you know what i mean right right you know what i mean so it's just like oh, i don't have to worry about that like so everything was done like that shit was done cd thing was done the way you know everything they did okay i'm gonna you know put the song titles like this everything was done so when we sent it to them they were like this is amazing. It's like two months early. We're just like, you know what I mean? But it just made their life easier too, right? Because they're not scrambling around. You're like, ah. So yeah, yeah. Keep, it works for everybody. It keeps everybody happy. But I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, literally just you want to be like, yeah, you want one plus one to equal two, right? Not yeah. point seven or something. So right. yeah, you know what I mean? So yeah, like like him and Dean had just been pretty amazing to us. And yeah, then, it's pretty, it's, that's what I was going to get to. It sounds like it's really cool. You have this like, almost uh i don't want to say community but like this this pack of pack of people that all work to help you help you out consistently and you're reliable yeah and then having ryan williams you know uh master was fucking amazing like all the black dahlia stuff you know what i mean and so i think that's one reason why it does sound a little different is, is because he mastered it and he just you know again like all right gaff uh, I'm gonna take a crack at it. You know, what I mean? he's just like, this fuck sounds great. He's like, okay, I'm thinking about, you know, I mean, it's everything's like, okay, at seven twenty-two, like, what do you think about that? It's like, okay, you know, what I mean, like, hey man, a few <laughs> things, you know, and 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 he and D would have discussions. I, I gracefully, I don't know, what, you know, what I mean, they're like, okay, the fucking. Sometimes I, I think they're all making it up. Sometimes I think there we're not. There's nothing there. And yeah. we're just all being yeah. sold some shit and we believe yeah. them because they're convincing. Right. Yeah. But so, yeah, it, it was like having those two guys was great. Like, but yeah, Ryan, it was just, it was, was he's like, oh, hey man, I'd like to master it. You're like, I was like, come again. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, oh, I'd love to, Gaff, if you don't mind. I was like, oh my, that'd be amazing. And so, you know, and, and that's the thing too, is like, you wanted to make sure it was killing for him. Right. Because if he's going to put his name on it, you know, because that guy's done so much like amazing stuff. You don't want to hand him something and him being like, oh, fuck, I don't want to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, 
So, you know, it, 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 yeah, everything just kind of aligned for this album, you know, luckily. Well, it's, it's great. It, it is, it is, it's genuinely good. And, uh, like I said, I'm glad, I'm glad that you, I'm glad that you were finally like really on my radar. Again, I, I saw your name. I saw your records. I would always look through, I like to look at through ripple when they're doing their sales and I buy all their shit, but the small stone, you know, like I love these labels. I love these sounds. And, uh, I don't think I ever dove in. So I'm glad that I finally did. And, uh, so I'm starting here. I'm, I'm officially starting with remedy cause that's where I started. But if you were to, um, be able to direct somebody who wants to get into your band now, where would you suggest that they start? I would say, you know, start with Locust Season. Uh, that's the first beginning. album. Yeah. And then, and then kind of go through, you know, Locust Season, that was funny, man. That, that album was, I mean, it's the first one we did. That's still on like top 10, like stoner rock albums and all this, you know, stuff. Um, and yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that was our first album on Smallstone. And I'm, you know, we're still, you know, really good friends with Scott. Like he, he's been a really, you know, that guy's been great. You know, when we play in Detroit, we stay there, we stay with him. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, you know, we went, you know, from Smallstone, then we did Ripple. And then how we got on uh, Blacklight Metal Blade, we were playing a show in Brooklyn and Chris Santos was there. And uh, he came up after and he was talking with Doug. I, I don't think Doug knew who he was. I love all that cooking shit, right? Yes, yeah, so, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know who he was. I wouldn't know that. I only know that. It, I only know who he is from knowing this stuff. That he's, right. but I do yeah. know that he's a chef, right? He's a famous yeah. chef. Yeah. So, so you know, he he was talking to Doug after, and and he's like, "Hey, man," he's like, "You know, I'm so and so. You know, I, um, I have a record label. You know, part of Metal Blade." And he's like, "I've been sending this shit to Brian Slagle." And as soon as Doug heard that, he's like. You know, I mean, we know that so name. Th th then it was show, you know, I mean, it's show. And, and, uh, and so, and I remember chatting, I was like, Hey man, you know, I, I love your show. Like he was like, dude, that was fucking amazing. I was like, Oh, thank you. You know what I mean? And so, you know, I was like, ah, that's great. You know, it's cool. Never thinking like, and then on Monday we got an email. It's like, Hey, yeah, I want to sign you guys. Hmm. I was like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? And, uh, it was great, you know? And so, you know, we went out to LA you know, had an amazing show like the Viper Room, ate at his restaurant. He's just, he, he, he's such, a, you would never know like that guy's like, like this owns, you know, restaurants and show. He's just a huge, you know, music fan and a really, really nice guy, like loves boxing. So he, you know, I chat with him about like that. Um, he's, he, he's again, just a super nice guy, likes what he likes, you know what I mean? And uh, he's, he's, you know, really good with people. Um, so that's another reason, you know, like we, because, you know, they are such like really, really like good, you know, like uh, just people in general. So, you know, I, that's always in the back of my mind too, is like, this has got to kill, right? It's, you know, these guys are going to spend time and money on us. Like it's got to slay, you know what I mean? So, um, so he's been amazing. Like Brian Slagle's incredibly nice. I talk hockey with him. You know, he's a huge hockey fan. Like I played hockey all my life, you know what I mean? Um and then, so, and then Ryan uh, Williams, he's our rep. And then Heidi is our, and talk about the nicest people. There is, you know I mean? It's just like, okay, hey, can we do this? Can we do this? What about this? It, it's, it, it's been, I don't want to say easy, but, but they're just really easy to work with. You know what I mean? And, and there's no bullshit. They're like, okay, you gotta, you have to do this. I need this then. You gotta do that. You know what I mean? And, and it's just in a way where you're like, okay, it's gotta be done. You know what I mean? Like, 
but, you know, and any question, you know, I have, I hit them, they hit me right back. You know what I mean? Like, hey, can we do this? Sure. You know, or like, no, you're not going to, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it, it's a good buffer too. It's like, nah. So, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's one of those things where I'm not afraid to ask because I know I'm going to get an honest, you know, because, you know, there's I like, I would love it if, you know, there's all this stuff you could do, but, you know, they're good about, okay, you know, one step at a time. You know? right, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you, sometimes you need that. You need somebody to bring you back to earth. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, okay, what if we do this? Like, hold on. You know, <laughs> so, you know, so in that aspect, and, and then our manager, you know, is like sick of it all and everything, which is funny, you know, uh, again, like th there's a lot of hardcore dudes that are in our life, which is yeah. really interesting. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it's funny, but yeah, cause all these guys like really like it and we're like, how the fuck? Okay. So you like this, this and this like, yeah, man, like we dig your band. So yeah, we, we've been really, really lucky. Like everyone we work with has been like top notch, like knows what they're doing, you know, that they're pretty steep in the business and they're all straight shooters. You know what I mean? So, uh, it, you know, it, it's good because again, it's like, we're all pretty strong willed guys, you know? <laughs> so, uh, sometimes you need that to be like, all right, boys, like let's bring it. You know what I mean, calm the fuck down. You know what I mean? So it, it, it's good to have, you know, a, a sounding board, shall we say, you know?
So there you have it. That was my conversation with Gaff from Gozu. The song you just heard was Clouds from Remedy. It's another great track. The second single off of that record. Maybe there's a third on the way any day. Maybe not. I don't know. The record comes out soon enough. You can wait. You've got the uh, you've got the patience to wait for Remedy to drop. Comes out May 19th. Courtesy of Blacklight Media and Metal Blade Records, as we discussed, and it is worth the wait, the anticipation, whatever the good things are to be said, say them. Remedy is worth your time. Uh, those two songs in the conversation, hopefully, that you just heard are evidence of that. And I want to thank Gaff for taking the time to talk to me. I also want to thank the Philadelphia 76ers for pulling off a game one victory. Uh, you see, I recorded the intro to this thing where I talked for a really long time about sports and microphones. And uh, I, I floated the idea that they might get a win. And it turns out they did. Uh, that's 24 hours difference between the beginning and end of this episode. And you didn't even know it. I didn't have to tell you that, but I did. I just wanted to make sure that when you listen to this, you don't go, hey, this came out after, after the game. So he was wrong in the beginning and, uh, or he was right because he already knew what happened. That's not true. All right. I am, uh, just doing some Nostradamus stuff here. Now, don't worry. I'm getting this Suns Nuggets series completely wrong. Uh, it's going the opposite way that I thought it might possibly go. And that's okay. Uh, I don't care who wins that. And maybe it's time for me to actually watch Nikola Jokic play basketball. I got that game on my DVR. I should pop it on this morning and maybe just take a gander at it. It's the West Coast thing, guys. I just can't watch those games. It's too late. I can barely stay up for the East Coast games. Anyway, big win for the Sixers. Big win for the podcast to make it to 300 episodes. Um, I'd like to thank... I just like to thank, uh, I'd like to, I'd like to thank, uh, I don't know. I'd like to thank my family for putting up with me doing this all the time. I spend a lot of time doing this and, uh, they're great because they don't seem to mind. And, uh, that's, that's awesome. And I respect that and love that and love them. So there's that. We should end this episode. It's getting a little long. And as you know, I'm going to end it with a song. So let's go with a new one from Blood Ceremony. Uh, the track I'm going to have a little bit of trouble saying, but I'm going to do my best is Ipsissimus. Maybe that might be what it is. That might be how we say it. Let me let me take a, another strong, hard look at it again. Just the title. Let me just. I think I got it. Ipsissimus. Yeah. It was their first single from their new record. The new record is called The Old Ways Remain, and it comes out this Friday on Rise Above Records. If you like flutes, this one's for you. This is a uh, stoner rock band. Now, stoner rock is probably the wrong, it's totally the wrong word. Psychedelic, retro, not so stonery. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Uh, folky, maybe. Um, it's Rise Above Records. That's it's a great representation of the label. You might have heard it before. They have a great amount of records out there already and if this is your introduction i hope you like it thank you for listening this is blood ceremony bye-bye
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.